Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Turns out young millennials and Gen Z like to move to a location where they have what they call walkability. That's funny because we talked about that last week when we were discussing the most popular cities right. for Gen Zers. And that was one of the traits that they said they liked was walkability. And I brought up, well, we both did, that we would like to live somewhere that was walkable. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind it. It's weird because we live in town, almost dead center in our community. Now, our our town, I, I would, relatively small, but little over 50,000 people between Mankato and North Mankato. But they really don't have that kind of a community yet unless you live literally down by the river. <laughs> so we're eight-tenths of a mile from downtown where we right. live. But the problem is that we are on top of a very steep hill. At the point of a ravine. It yes. is straight down eight-tenths of a mile to, to get to downtown. Could we walk? Yes. Have we walked? Yes. yes. Do we walk? No. We've not recently. Well, <laughs> the problem is the last time we did walk, Clara was in a stroller. It's hard to get the kids at their age to, if we're bringing them with, to... uh hike back up a one mile yeah, hill because it almost comes to that. It does. It does. So literally one mile. I remember saying once like, I'm going to, I'm going to start like my office is downtown. Right. And when we moved our office downtown this past spring, I was like, I'm going to be a walking commuter. <laughs> I'm going to walk to work. And I have walked to work exactly zero times. Well, if, if you think about it with the temperatures through the summer, you would have been sweaty by the time you've got there. Yeah. And then you lose about a half hour each way of your day yep. versus just getting there in that couple of minutes. And to walk to work would be difficult since you're dropping the kids off. Right. But in the summer when I didn't have kids to drop off, right. that was going to be my plan. I was going to be a walking commuter. I even thought about getting a bike. But then I also have meetings throughout the day that require me to drive. Sure. Yeah. So it was it was an impractical plan, but in my head I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna walk. <laughs> but but with the growing popularity of remote work, which is again growing I mean it's just it's, it's insane. Huge. Yeah. It's just not and it's not right? going away. No, it's not. Uh by the way, it was Amazon that just recently announced that they're not they have no intentions of bringing their their office people back to work either. They like the remote lifestyle and that's gonna continue to grow. I know that's there is a generational gap with that, mm -hmm. but that, that will definitely go yep. away. Anyways, back to our topic. Walkability, I think, is is cool, but you'd have to be a, in a location to where you can literally walk out your front door and two blocks to the left or, or two blocks to yeah. the right, you have everything you need. Being a mile away is certainly great for exercise, but it's not really... When we speak of walkability, we're talking about what they're working on downtown. There are There is a, a growing demand and construction is going on for a lot more apartments in downtown Mankato. And with that will right. come more coffee shops and more cafes and things like that that 
are part of that walkability. Right. There, one thing they'll have to improve is the uh, the grocery situation. Uh huh. Because yeah. uh, it, it's strange we have a a grocery chain that has two stores in town, actually multiple uh, chains that have a couple, but one. Any, anything that is downtown in that area seems to be neglected because it's just always been the downtown area. But if you're going to draw people mm-hmm. to live down there, you're going to have to improve the uh, the atmosphere. It's interesting to watch our community grow. And I'm sure there's a lot of cities that are about our size that are so experiencing similar growing pains. Sure, yeah. Where... Like there's a shift, there's a desire to live downtown, but the infrastructure is not quite there. There's, you know, places where like where our kids go to school, they're in neighborhoods, they're nice neighborhood elementaries, but the neighborhoods can't handle the traffic Right. that now is coming with those schools. So there's some growing pains when cities like ours in this size grow quickly. I know that a lot of people in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis and St. Paul there's a lot of individuals, and it's growing amongst Gen Z and young millennials as well, that they, they don't even have cars. Yeah. There's a lot of people that move to the city and sell their car. I follow a girl on Instagram. She just moved to, a, I think, Tampa. High rise, right downtown, sold her car. She's just walking everywhere, takes an Uber when she needs to go further. Right, because what you can't immediately get, like if, if within a block or two, most of the time you can order and have delivered. Oh, yeah. Target's too far away. They'll bring it to you. Yeah, it, well, the groceries, all of that now is now something you can just order online. I wonder if that has played into people's choices and decisions when they are choosing yeah. where to live. like. I don't need to be able to drive to Target. I can still shop at Target and they'll just bring it to me. That's a huge convenience. What would be the biggest draw for you to live in an area with walkability? Mm. I'll tell you one thing that we haven't even brought up that's that's huge. You have no car payment and no car insurance. That would be huge. I mean, that... I think the average car payment in the United States right now for a new car is $600 a month. So you tack that on mm-hmm. with maybe 100 bucks a month for insurance, and you're looking at $700 a month you could save yourself if you're driving a new car. So don't at me and be like, I got a, a 2002 Ford whatever, and I, it's paid for. That's great. That is great if you have a vehicle that's paid for, or you drive an, econ- an economy car, and it's a couple of hundred bucks a month or whatever. But but the I'm just going with average. The average new car payment in the United States, I think, is right around 600 bucks a month now. It's such a departure. It's so foreign to me to even think about not dry, not owning a car. I can't imagine it. I it mean, would, it's like I can't even wrap my head around it. Well, living where we do and having the life that we do with two kids in school, it would literally be impossible. Remember during the pandemic when I wanted to sell one of the cars? You did. I was like, we do not need two cars. And I was like, fine with one car. And I was like, when this is over, you'll understand why we do need two cars. (laughs) Because, well, you know what? If one of us didn't work at all, it would be a different story. But at the same time, we'd still have to go get the kids. Right. It would, it would be, can you imagine if we only had one car and you worked from home and I had my car at work and you'd be like, I'm going to walk down to your office and get the car. I mean, it would be a nightmare. If you were there. 
I know. It would be a nightmare. Right. No, you can't it would do not it. work. We absolutely need two vehicles. The funny thing is we live in a neighborhood on our street with these big homes, but they were all built with one stall garages. Ours was not. Ours was built in 1959. So we're one of the lucky ones that was constructed with two stalls. But most of the houses on our street have one stall garages because they were built in the late 50s and families had one car. We're talking homes with three to 4,000 square feet that have one stall garage. Isn't that funny? Well, that's, they just had the family sedan. When I was growing up, it was like that. So like dad would go to work. Yeah. How'd the kids get to school? They walked. In the 70s. Well, we get we jumped on the bus. When I was in Minneapolis going to kindergarten, I remember that my dad had a pickup and that was the family vehicle. We lived in Spring Lake Park, actually, not uh, Minneapolis, but, and he would go to work and then he would come and that was the one stall garage. It was just that wasn't the fa- that long well, ago. Well, during that time, most women were still at home. Yeah, right. It's not like today where they, their career they have careers just like everybody else. It was just it was strange. So walkability, though, with today's generation, I can see where that would be a big draw. I wouldn't mind it. I've always thought that it would that it appeals to me, but then I never walk anywhere. So I'm like, is it, but does it appeal to me or is it just like an in theory kind of thing? But you've never been in the environment where you could. No, but I even like, there's a coffee shop that's probably what, six tenths of a mile away. It's at the bottom of the hill, maybe a little bit further. About it. Yeah. Probably closer to a mile, eight, nine, tenths. And I think the other, it was a, a few weekends ago, I was like, we could walk down to the coffee shop. And you were like, no. Well, it's like a mile is different than, hey, let's step out. The, when they, I know. When, when like they, walk downstairs and there's coffee. When they're talking about walkability, they're talking about, okay, imagine one city block. Okay. Or two city blocks to where you could literally get everything that you need. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Well, it, there's parts of Minneapolis that we've been in that are like that. I think that's one of the reasons that we like going to Las Vegas. Yeah. Because you can, you just walk everywhere. You don't rent a car. You take an Uber if you have to go further. Anywhere, right. But otherwise, you just walk. Literally everywhere. Which is, I enjoy that. Yeah, I, I do about too. About Las Vegas. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that at all. I think it's, that, it's very difficult to do with kids yeah. that, are, that are involved in anything. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Right? So you, you would need a, you'd need a vehicle. <laughs> And you would have to have a little bit more space. I, I've wondered with the walkability thing, if you live in an area like that, mm. where with kids, if kids don't have their own yard, yeah, do they go to a community park? What if there isn't? What if they live in a concrete jungle? I don't know. I, I again, it, it's so foreign. Like right. there has to be a park, screen space, right? I, even, I, I'm assuming even major metros have. But how far away is it convenient enough to where you would feel comfortable letting them walk out the door and go find it? Oh, God, no. I mean, I wouldn't. But see, here comes the appeal of living in the burbs. Right. Right, where you have the yard and the kids can go out and play and you just feel a little bit safer. Mm -hmm. There's not as much going on. But I think if you're young or maybe an empty nester, I think those two, as far as they are apart on opposite ends of the spectrum... Those would be the ones that I think there would be great appeal. I could see us doing that as empty nesters. Oh, absolutely. Not even a question. Like cool high rise building. I'd like to have, yeah. Floor to ceiling windows. A nice apartment, yeah. 
I right. could totally see us doing that. Yeah, I would not be against that at all. I would probably still have a car. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, oh, yeah. I would get a scooter. No. Yes. Not in Minnesota, you wouldn't. <gasps> I could. Well, okay. You're gonna so you would have something to ride three months a year. I would be so cute on a scooter in January. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be cute on a scooter in January. But I would. I'm not gonna be an empty nester in Minnesota. I think if you're going to live in a community like that, walkability, we're going back to that word, you'd want to almost be in a warmer climate too. I agree. Yeah. I, I just, Cause it's all fun and games until it's 35 below wind chill yeah. and you, you got to walk <laughs> from about November through March here. Nothing really. And even sometimes into April, it's not, it, it depends on who you are. I understand that there's, there's people masochists, that love to <laughs> that in, that embrace winter and and enjoy it. I'm not one of those people, but I know that there. I have I have friends, really good friends, who love to find things I know, to do I outside know. It's just in the not winter. For me. I'm not one of them. Not so, me. how would you? That's the question we're posing this morning. Would you live in a neighborhood without a vehicle where you could just walk everywhere, like something you would literally see? Like I, I always think when I think of that, I think of New York City. Mm-hmm. Like where people can literally walk out their front door and just everything's right there. And you get your coffee right. and your magazine and your fresh cut flowers. There's the little corner markets where you could get grocery, all of that, right? It's all there. If you need to go someplace, you jump on a bus or you, you take a train or a subway or something like that. I get that. We're probably romanticizing the whole thing. Well, a of course bit. It, it, <laughs> it can be. In, but I, I know guys from New York and they don't have vehicles. Yeah. That's not a thing. And two, if that's how you grew up and that's all you knew, it wouldn't be weird. No, it's not. You just learn to navigate life like that. And that's what you know. Right. Right. So would you, if you, given the opportunity, I hum, I want to know how many people would actually embrace that kind of a lifestyle. It'll be and, interesting to see because where we are, that's not a common thing. It is not. Not at all. Well, it's, it's outstate. We're an hour right. from downtown Minneapolis. We're in a, a rural, I would, I would, small city. Yeah, I would I would classify this as small town USA. Even oh, yeah. 50,000 people. Yeah. It's like everybody knows everybody and everybody's business. And it's just, it's just yeah, one it'll of those. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see right. you know, where, the, where the answers come in from. So on, on that note, like we have these, we have a, a, a cool a gym here, which I would love to be able to just get up. I could, it's a mile away. I could walk to JP. Oh, sure. Fitness. I, I could do that. But, but you don't. But if I but if I was a block or two away, yeah. I would that's all you see? It's yep. something like that. You need all of that stuff condensed in within a ten or fifteen minute walk from wherever yeah, you're at. You would have to say, like, these are the things that I need. Right. And then pick your home according to that. But it is conveniently located in the center of town. Yes. On Madison Avenue here in Mankato. They have two locations, by the way. They got one out on uh, uh, off Victory as well now. So, uh, by the way, it, I'm telling you, when I update how I've been doing here in about a, I, well, I don't know how long I'll wait, but I was, I, I'm looking, my personal goal is the one-year mark. People that haven't seen you in a while. Well, when I've lost they, a bunch of weight. When that, they do see you, they're like, well, that's what I was, I went in for. Again, that's the great thing. It all starts with a conversation. Yeah. If This is one of these places where they're not just looking to take your money, right? If you're serious about a change in lifestyle and you want to get healthy, like I went in and have a, had a conversation. I'm like, I want to be flexible. I want to be able to keep up with my daughter and I want to trim down and be more fit. 
I'm not here to turn into the next uh, bodybuilding sensation. There are some guys there, though, that are super dedicated and they work hard, and that's why they get the results that mm-hmm. they do. But it, again, everybody has different goals. And if you talk to them, sit down and have a discussion with John, he'll introduce you to the right people, get you on the right plan, and you can be there. And in a short period of time, you'll start to feel it, and then you'll start to see it, and uh, it can literally change your life. We have a link on our website georgeandjess.com. You look awesome. Well, you've I, been working your butt off. I'm literally, I'm literally that, that was my goal is to work my butt and, <laughs> and, and my belly off as well. <laughs> well, we'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode at 6am.